Welcome to the Matrix Care Podcast from the software leader for out-of-hospital and long-term care. Matrix Care is dedicated to sharing knowledge and empowering providers across the care continuum, including home-based and facility-based care organizations. Today, we're going to hear from Kevin Whitehurst, Senior Vice President of the Skilled Nursing Solutions for Matrix Care, and his special guest. Let's dive in. Good day. This is Kevin Whitehurst. I hope everyone is being safe. And again, I want to thank everyone for joining us today on this very important topic, telehealth to manage out-of-hospital health. So let's just jump right into this. I want to introduce you to our guest speaker, Mr. Frank Nash. Frank is a senior product manager at Matrix Care. So tell us, Frank, how did it all begin? Tell us, you know, tell our audience about your origin story. Uh yeah, thanks, Kevin, and thanks for having me on here. Um, I started back a while ago with a company called Healthion and in the healthcare industry, and Healthion was the first the major uh, healthcare company that delivered uh, through the internet, which was a really fun experience for me. And then eventually I uh, jumped over to a smaller startup uh, company called Into Health, where we really delivered solutions through a whole SaaS model. Really fun and exciting uh, time for me. And I got introduced to the post-acute care market at that point, which I really kind of fell in love with a little bit. And then uh, we had the opportunity to get uh, to get purchased. We did. And after the lockup period, Matrix Care and I found each other. And I had an opportunity to come to Matrix Care. And it's really been uh, exciting for me to deliver SaaS-based solutions in the post-acute care market. That's excellent. And Matrix Care is proud to have you part of the team, Frank. Can you tell your audience why telehealth is now an important topic? Uh, sh- sure, Kevin. The uh, I think we're all in agreement that face-to-face meetings are the most, they're the way we should be doing our meetings. However, I think COVID has changed that and uh, that really shut down all in-person visits from, you know, from the physicians through families, et cetera. And what I think that really did was that accelerated the change to be able to come up with something like telehealth and be able to implement it quickly. And I, what's happened is that uh, because of that acceleration and people had to really use it because they had no choice, they're finding that they're, it, they're finding quick access to physicians, uh, a lot easier to get seven by 24 support and, and things like that, which I feel uh, is really highlighting some of the benefits of telehealth. And how about CMS? What have you seen regarding changes due to COVID with them? Yeah, they've always been rural just because of the lack of physicians available in some of those communities. Uh, but with uh, with COVID, the physicians could not round. And so uh, CMS did a great thing where they sort of removed the uh, HIPAA rules at that point. They waived them. And, uh, and then you could use Zoom and things like that. But what's going to be happening uh, is that that is going to be going away. Those waivers are going to be going away. But at least it gave a, a taste to the market about uh, what telehealth could do. And what about long term? Uh, yeah, in this area, the, the CMS administrator, Seema Verma, uh, really says it all for me, which is 
the quote goes something like, I think the genie's out of the bottle on this one. There's absolutely no going back. I think her uh, message is pretty clear. That is a pretty clear message. So do you think, are there, you know, trends that you've seen with the adoption of telehealth? What are those? Yeah, I think the major trend is recognizing that the physician face-to-face -face, uh, scenario is the most important. But you can really augment that with technology and services like telehealth. Uh, and Matrix Care has a pool of physicians we can tap into with a two to five minutes of response time. And so it really aug uh, augments that whole process. But what we're seeing are things like reduced returns to hospitals. Uh, the CMS focus on potentially going for permanent reimbursement. And what's really exciting for me with regard to uh, the trend is being paid for actually uh, doing the encounter by the nurse. The nurse has to go to the bedside. They have to uh, provide some device to that resident. And there is a payment for that now, the site origination fee. So Frank, do you see any concerns once the HIPAA rules expire? Yeah, this one it really concerns me the most because if you think about a Zoom visit, really there is no audit trail of that. It's in a completely separate system, et cetera. And there's probably limited documentation around that. And uh, I'm truly worried about maybe an adverse outcome and then there's lawsuits and then trying to go back historically and look at those encounters uh, if they're not well documented, I think that could spell trouble. Well, we're definitely going to have to keep our eye out for that. So let's switch gears and talk about physicians. How well are the physicians actually adopting telehealth and how is it providing value for them? You know, that group of individuals, I think, are just, they've been amazing. <laughs> I mean, it hits, they can't go through the facilities and they have, in a lot of cases, they have limited options. So they did this thing, you know, the, the Zoom scramble uh, to be able to sort of bring in technology. And then uh, what I've seen is that by augmenting them with a pool of physicians uh, behind them, it's really enabled them to have some flexibility with regard to coverage within the facility. And how will that be sustained and, you know, looking at it in the longer term? Yeah, the physicians, uh, the physicians that had an existing platform and they were uh, they already had something uh, embedded in their workflow they're they're kind of set from their perspective and then I've seen the you know the ACOs I think we can see this right I think they see this as a maybe a, a cost-effective way to uh, provide some coverage and then what we're seeing is the skilled nursing facilities really kind of step in say delivering a platform plus a pool of physicians that are an option out there and then tying everything together really establishes a whole framework that they can control from their perspective. So a lot of benefits for the SNFs, um, the physicians and the ACOs. So let's look at nursing. Um, nurses are on the front lines and they have a lot on their plates. How is telehealth going to support their needs? Yeah, I was just on a call with uh, a site recently and uh, you know, the the feedback is positive, uh, and you know, and rightly so. It's uh, quick access to a physician. It saves them time, and um, in you know, I think from their perspective, telehealth's been something 
pretty straightforward to uh, incorporate into their workflow. Well, it is something new. Um, has there been any difficulty for the nurses? Yeah, the sticking point is really this. And if we really sort of look at their world, uh, they could have multiple physicians with multiple solutions, uh, with inconsistent workflow, potentially with no integration, creating a lot of manual work. So if you put all of those together, it does make it complicated for nurses. And so it's really about trying to simplify everything there to make it more streamlined for them. Yeah, as with anything new, Frank, um, it takes a while to um, work through some of the, the kinks and some of the, some of the issues with it. So when we look at this longer term, what's in it long term for nurses? Yeah, long term, really, it's around deploying some type of SNF-based SNF platform something that is consistent, that is integrated, that provides strong reporting to the skilled nursing facility, uh, and focuses in on capturing all of the revenue stream that could come in through these telehealth visits. Okay, so now let's get to the core. Um, the actual resident is at the center of focus here, and how, tell our audience, how will the telehealth solution improve the quality of life for the actual resident and their family? Yeah, this one's important, Kevin. Uh, and what mm -hmm. we're finding is that 64% of the residents were comfortable with the technology, which if you were to look a year ago or so, those numbers would be a lot smaller. And you know, I think Zoom is becoming part of our lives and this whole telepresence is becoming a bigger part of our lives right now. And from a family perspective, just knowing that there's a 24 by seven uh, coverage for them is pretty comforting to know that their loved one is cared for, you know, all hours of the day. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So matrix care has always been a front runner in technology and this new emergence of telehealth. When you just look at that, can you just describe to our audience how matrix care is addressing this telehealth need? Yeah, technology is important, Kevin, and uh, as you know, mm -hmm. and what's really great about matrix care is they're very workflow focused. And so when they deliver technology, they're really doing it in four key areas. First, it's about easy to install, easy to use technology for nurses and for the physicians. Second is around two-way integration, making sure that the information is connected or, or available. And, uh, and then we look at it from a professional services approach, make sure there's a physician and a care coordination component there. And then the fourth is around billing and statistics like return to hospital. That's excellent. Those are four really key points. I just want to repeat them for our audience. You know, the four key areas being easy to install, having two-way integration, our professional services approach with the physician and the care coordination, and of course, um, return to hospital. That's great. Thanks. Let's take the first one, things that are easy, yeah, yeah, easy for me, Kevin, is, is critical because if there's any friction in there in the workflow, uh, it makes it, it just takes time. And if we take it, if we look at it from a, nurse, a nurse's perspective, they click on one button and a physician is available within two to five minutes. That's pretty darn easy. Uh, nurses would love that. The simpler, the better for nurses. So how about integration? And 
integration is key, right? You have a physician who is involved here and we need to make sure that information flows two ways, clinicals and uh, patient demographics out to them so they have the latest information when they're uh, popping up on the screen. Uh, and then being able to have them do their progress notes and then send those notes back into the uh, into the EHR without having to do any work and logging that encounter so you can track it from a statistical standpoint. Okay, it seems like that would make the physicians really happy. How about the professional services engagement strategy? The this one for me is always important, which is the physician. The existing physician is always first. And if, if we can't get to face-to-face, -face, they're not available, then what happens is we can use telehealth. And then uh, if we are using telehealth and that, uh, that existing physician, that uh, rounding physician is not available, then we can augment that with a, a group of physicians focused on the post-acute care market that can address any changes in conditions 24 uh, hours a day seven days a week or if that physician might want to take a vacation <laughs> maybe some time <laughs> off you know and things like that and then uh, another key area uh, for professional services is the care coordination the handoffs uh, at the morning meetings etc making sure that as those visits occur making sure that there's a warm handoff into the group okay so you did mention um, some really important things for the administration like the billing and the statistics. You want to elaborate on that? Sure. The uh, Zoom really has created gaps because you look at that and that's there's no consistency there and um, it's a little tricky. And what we're really looking for is some kind of standard which creates consistency for the staff, which saves them time, mm -hmm. standard reporting so that they can manage these things, a full audit trail of what the heck has been going on, mm -hmm. and then tracking the, the revenue and things like that, the site origination fees, and then at the end of the day, making sure these encounters are uh, decreasing any type of return to hospital. You do want to avoid that from a money standpoint as well as from the health of the resident standpoint. And being able to wrap that into a package is critical for the administration. Absolutely. The return to hospital, that's a very important statistic um, for them to track. And what have you seen so far? Yeah, this one brings a smile to my face because, it, it, you know, I just think about it, you know, loved one of mine in the facility and we're seeing a, a, an upwards of a 94% treat in place. Wow. And yeah, yeah. And then uh, typically, a facility will have uh, some type of targeted reduction in the returns to the hospitals, and we're seeing between 25 and up to, no kidding, 85 percent in a in a reduction in the return to hospitals. That is significant. Wow, that's that's great. That's a great stat. So finally, what advice? or recommendations do you have for facilities who are considering or uh, that are pursuing a telehealth solution? Uh, my number one, Kevin, would be engage the physicians early. Make sure they're part of the whole process here. And what's nice is our, is our partner, Third Eye, can help. They have 
strong physician leadership there, been in everybody's shoes and can help make sure that everything is put into um, proper focus uh, for that group. Because really the goal is to recognize that it's a, it's a physician, a rounding physician first, and then be able to incorporate them into the whole workflow, but provide additional value through this pool of physicians providing additional services. And then <laughs> I have to admit, the rest is very easy at that point. As nurses, it's very simple. IT, it's simple to, install, to, to, to bring up. And then senior leadership likes it because there's consistency, saves people time, tracking revenue, and really focus in on the statistics. Oh, that's excellent. Frank, you've provided our audience with so much valuable information about telehealth. You know, looking at all the things that have impacted our industry, it's nice to know that technology is, is something that really has a proven uh, return on investment um, and some things that could be easily implemented, easy to use, and getting great results. So I just want to reiterate some of the things you said, Frank, if you don't mind. There were Please. some things that um, really stuck out um, when you were talking about telehealth here in the beginning. And the one about reducing return to hospital, I'm sure is top of mind um, for a lot of uh, providers that are out there in their audience. And then really the physician engagement, getting the physicians to adopt it and really improving and increasing the collaboration between uh, the physicians and the nursing staff. I think that's really important. And then the technology being simple enough for the residents themselves to use it or their families. Is there anything else you'd like to add or any other things that you'd like to highlight about telehealth? Um, I think for me, Kevin, the, the thing that we need to highlight here is that face-to-face -face is always critical. And this is a nice tool to, to augment any non-face-to-face visit at this point. And then the goal from, uh, from matrix care side is to be able to deliver a tool that's you know, easy to use, drives revenue, saves people time, but doesn't, uh, isn't a big uh, burden to uh, bring into the institution. And what's been really impressive for me is that how this industry was able to be hit with the pandemic, adjust so quickly to a very vulnerable population. And as long as we keep to our goal of making sure the technology augments and improves uh, these areas, Kevin, this is, this is what I think what uh, is pretty exciting. That is exciting, Frank. It's very much exciting. So, you know, what is the best way for a matrix care provider to get access to this technology or at least see it and, and talk to some people about it in more detail? So, uh, so from a matrix care standpoint, what's really nice is that we have a senior uh, team on our side that's well versed in this uh, in the product and so all you have to do is reach out to your account manager and or, or your uh, sales rep and be able to find out more information and our partner third eye has been very helpful to really bring their experience to the table because every uh, environment's just a little bit uh, different and uh, they're being they're able to bring 
to the table, a lot of different experiences, which would help cement the process uh, in people's minds. Yeah, very good choice, uh, the third eye. I've heard great things about them. And so just one other question, uh, Frank, about telehealth. Um, and I think I know the answer to this. So telehealth is here to stay, right? Yeah, I, I don't think we're putting that genie back in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Are there any other points that you want to make to our audience? Anything else you want to say to our audience today? I don't think so, Kevin. What I would like to do is thank you. I really appreciate you having me on and talking through this. Uh, it's, yeah. it's an exciting time uh, for me with, or you know, for the industry with regard to this adjustment that we're going through. And uh, Kevin, I always enjoy talking with you. I think you have deep experience. I always learn something when I talk with you. And so thanks for having me. Thank you, Frank. We really appreciate you today. And we want to thank everyone again for joining us today on this very important topic. We hope to see you again on future podcasts from Matrix Care. Be safe and be well. That concludes today's episode brought to you by Matrix Care. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to visit us at matrixcare.com for more information on our solutions and services. Please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode or have other topics you'd like to hear discussed. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook to hear more from Matrix here. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.